0: Shalom and welcome to the UMJC Commentary Series. This week we're talking about Parshat Re'eh. Uh, this is Dave Nickel from Ruach Israel in Needham, Massachusetts. Our Parsha begins with the following, See, I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing if you listen to the mitzvot of Adonai your God that I am commanding you today, but the curse if you do not listen to the mitzvot of Adonai your God, but turn away from the way I am commanding you today, to go after other gods you have not known. From Deuteronomy 11. So our Parsha begins with Moses speaking to the people of Israel in the plains across the Jordan River, offering us what is clearly a choice. Uh, note the opening word re'eh, that names our Parsha means see, a command to see. We're not to offhandedly choose one way or another by default, but we're supposed to really see this choice, to deeply encounter it, even if we may not have previously recognized it as a choice that was available to us. The concept of free will has taken a beating in recent years. An Atlantic uh, magazine article announces, for example, that there's no such thing as free will, and this is based on a growing body of research in neuroscience and evolutionary biology. This reflects a a growing trend, both in the hard sciences and philosophy of being skeptical of our ability to freely choose anything at all. Uh, Though there is some debate on this issue, we don't have to settle it in this this particular uh, moment. On the other hand, by opening this speech with the command to see, Moses seems to be teaching us the opposite message that we often have more freedom than we think, choices that we don't even realize are are choices sometimes. As the Atlantic article argues, some choices may be predetermined by our subconscious or by habituation, which clothes to wear, which route to take to work, what overpriced coffee drink to order at Starbucks. But then, there are also choices that we may not recognize when we choose to interpret someone else's actions charitably or with cynicism, or when we choose frustration over forbearance when faced with a whining child. But these are choices as well, even if we don't usually see them as such. Put another way, breaking into that bag of chips, reacting in anger when someone cuts us off in traffic, or jumping to conclusions about another person based on a first impression are all choices, but only if we are aware of the choice and we put in the work to claw back the freedom to make them. Danny Silk has written an insightful book called Keep Your Love On, Connection, Communication and Boundaries, and he sees exercising this freedom as an essential ingredient in relationships. He writes, If you want to preserve relationships, then you must learn to respond instead of react to fear and pain. Responding does not come naturally. You can react without thinking, but you cannot respond without training your mind to think, your will to choose, and your body to obey. It is precisely this training that brings out the best qualities in human beings, like courage, empathy, reason, compassion, justice, and generosity, to the surface. The ability to exercise these qualities and respond gives you other options besides disconnection in the face of relational pain." End quote. If you've spent time around children, or perhaps have been one yourself, You've probably heard logic along the lines of, he did this to me, so I had to respond this way, I had no choice, he started it. Actually, you've probably heard adults doing this, and dare I say done it yourself. Rationalizing a response by appealing to the circumstances or actions of someone else. But Danny Silk doesn't let us get off that easily, and here's another quote. Powerful people are not slaves to their instincts. Powerful people can respond with love in the face of pain and fear. This responsibility is essential to building healthy relationships, end quote. And I agree with him, he's right. It is exactly the freedom to not respond in a predetermined way that makes us human. The ability to say, wow, that hurt, I'm angry. I feel a deep need to respond in kind, but I choose not to. That is the the moral achievement, achievement par excellence in Judaism overcoming the Yetzir the evil inclination, and mastering the Nefesh HaBamit, the animal soul. Yeshua exemplifies this in that his ultimate act was to respond to hatred, violence, and injustice toward himself with loving kindness and self-sacrifice. In exercising freedom to respond with generosity, one could say he was the ultimate human. This explains why the Besorah narratives never present Yeshua's actions as predetermined but show him as having a choice and choosing rightly, whether in the desert or in the garden. It is commonly said that our emotions are outside our control and to an extent that's true. But if we dig into them a little deeper, we may find that our reactions are often rooted in deeply ingrained beliefs that are either untrue or only partially true. This is why our reactions sometimes feel necessary in the moment and silly a few hours later. Similarly, we are pretty good at giving ourselves or our friends the benefit of the doubt. Someone who cuts us off in traffic is a jerk or a bad driver. If we do it ourselves, it's simply we had to get over. Sorry. The truth is that we make decisions almost every minute of the day, and most of them are about how to perceive rather than what to do. Even how we see and interpret the world has an element of choice in it. As one of my favorite bumper stickers says, don't believe everything you think. Our tradition is quite aware, as the social sciences continue to confirm, that humans are anything but purely rational beings. But rather than this being a downer, this message is deeply empowering. Moses teaches us that we are, as we enter the land, we have the, this power of choice within us all the time. We are not mere puppets of our genetics, environment, or culture. Far from it. With a little work, even our previous choices can be repudiated and rectified through teshuvah. The challenge for us is one of awareness, to hold off before reacting and see the forces inside us that lead us to interpret something one way versus another. Thus, may we be free to choose the blessing set before us. I hope you've enjoyed this commentary. For more commentaries, check out umjc.org. Uh, slash commentaries.